paid my dues time after time I've done my sentence but committed no crime and bad mistakes gentlemen welcome to the what do you mean podcast i am your host eddie aka handsome be wonderful aka dr podcasts i'll be doing the podcast alone this week because you know brian just can't make it today and that's okay because the dodgers are playing and they might get eliminated so every game is important but the most important thing that's going on right now is that the lakers are the champions the lakers have won they made me nervous when they lost on Friday, and I realized that I cannot riot all weekend. Was I a little scared that they were going to play on Sunday and it was going to be game six? Of course. Who wasn't scared? But LeBron did what LeBron did, and AD played fucking insane. God dang it, with all his defense, anyone to try to get in, they just got swatted out of there. They were just blowing them by, they ended up leading by 30, then it was 40, then it was like 120 points, and then the game is finally over, and the Lakers are like, God damn, the world And of course, after the Laker game was over, 70-some people got arrested, a bunch of cops got beat up, a man got his ass whooped for saying Kobe sucks. And the Laker parade, well, I don't even know, what would be called a parade, it's more of a Laker celebration. He said Kobe sucks and he gets ass beat. So you know, that's what happens. Don't talk shit about Kobe. Especially when we win a goddamn championship. Because we are the champions of the world. And we better get our goddamn respect. You respect LeBron. And the Lakers. And Genie Bus. And the hot dog guy that sells hot dogs outside of LA. And Eddie. And you respect all those people selling those pamphlets of the Lakers. And you respect Magic Johnson's statue. And Shaquille O'Neal's statue. You respect them all, goddammit. Because we're the champion of the world. And I don't care that it was in a bubble. I'm going to tell you what I tell everybody else. It's fucking hard to win a championship in the moment. If it was easy, we'll have one every year. Or every four years. Like the World Cup. So congratulations to the Los Angeles Lakers for winning the first ever... Bubble Championship, baby. We did it. 
other news, one more grim news, I guess, in the celebration news is Dak Prescott is pretty much done for the year. Thanks to a very, 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 very nasty ankle injury. I don't know, a lot of you guys have probably seen it. I have not seen it because I do not like looking at injuries. I get a little queasy and I feel like I'm going to faint a little bit before I do. So I didn't watch Dak's injury, but I heard it was pretty bad. I heard his his foot did like a 180 and then another 180 and then it went back to normal and then it did another 180. So I heard it was pretty bad, and the thing that sucks the most about Dak Prescott's injury is he was in a franchise tag, which really sucks. I know they had trouble negotiating. He wanted a bunch of money. Jerry Jones said, no, you ain't getting none of my goddamn money unless if you're Tony Romo or Ezekiel Elliott or Amari Cooper or whoever else I pay high money for. You ain't getting it, Dak. And he didn't get it. And he got franchise tagged, and he took the risk of playing this year, and sadly he got hurt, which is a very, 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 very sad thing. So it's just crazy, man. You know, you do so much for a team. You play your rookie contract out. The Cowboys waited until your contract was over. You wanted the money you think you deserved, which you probably do. And then you get your ankle hurt, and now you're out for the next couple months. Maybe if everything goes well, you'll be back by the season, If especially if the Cowboys somehow make it to the playoffs with uh, Andy Dalton. But who knows? So we hope a speedy recovery for Dak. I heard the surgery. I read the surgery went well. Nothing, nothing too complicated. So, I mean, we don't have to worry about him, you know, no cure or, end or, or anything like that. So that's good news. So we're going to be sending... Our well wishes to Dak Prescott. Speedy recovery, man. I am a Cowboys fan. Even though I don't watch football as much anymore. If I had to choose a team, it would be the Cowboys. Let's see what else is going on. Football. I don't even know if football's even going to be able to make it, though, to be honest. So, I mean, we might not have too much to worry about. Since it seems like everybody is getting COVID. Everybody. Now it's plaguing the NCAA. I don't even know if that started because I don't watch college football. But everybody's getting COVID. I don't even know if, the, if any of the seasons are going to finish. Somehow, baseball was in the playoffs right now, so they're still going on, even though they did have a small little COVID infection, but nothing, I guess, it didn't, wasn't enough to stop them. Uh, the NFL is starting early bye weeks because people keep getting infected, and it's only week, what, five? Was it five, six maybe? It's week six. They're almost halfway through the season, so we don't even know if that's going to finish. Um, yeah, man, everyone's getting caught up. I think, I know it's a little harder to keep everyone in the bubble, just like they did with the NBA, because the NBA had a bunch of teams, but each roster has maybe, what, 20 players, maybe less than 20 players, maybe 15. And I know it's a little bit harder to try to have a bubble with the NFL and the NCAA when the roster's 63 men, over 60 people. So I don't know, man. I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe the NFL and the NCAA should just postpone the season. I know everybody's... Wants to see football and all that stuff, but I mean, if the games are going to keep getting postponed or the bye, what happens when you run out of bye weeks? The Steelers had their early bye week. What happens if I know it's because the Titans had COVID? What happens if this time hopefully it doesn't happen? Someone in the Steelers get COVID, and you know now they have to, they can't play for another two weeks or a week or whatever the quarantine thing is, and now they're missing another game. Do they make it up later? 
Are they just going to do half the season and stop and come back? I don't know. Just sounds crazy. Uh, we don't even. I, I personally think that the NFL or the NCAA AA isn't going to finish the season, but we're going to wait and see. Maybe hopefully by the time they're more than halfway, uh, no more teams or no more people start getting infected, and you know hopefully by then towards the end of the season there's some kind of vaccine or something. You know, there'll be some vaccine and, and maybe something can go back. Some things can go back to normal like sports. So we're going to wait and see what happens. I know I've ran through the subjects pretty quickly. But yeah, that was pretty much our sports segment. Lakers are the champions, the greatest thing ever. Speedy recovery for Dak. I think the NFL and NCAA are gonna probably going to have to stop halfway through the season. But we're gonna, that's again a wait and see. So, since I am the only one here today because of, uh, Brian couldn't make it today. And I'm covering for him. We're going to be doing this show a little differently this week uh, by doing what I like best, and that's having music playing. So the next song I'm going to be playing is by Rick Ross called Idols Become Rivals from his Rather You Than Me uh, album. Yo, this is Chris Rock. I'm in here with my man Ricky Rosé. We're in here drinking this Bel Air Rosé. That's how we do it. That's all we do. Bel Air Rose in Wingstop. What you know about Wingstop, nigga? You don't know nothing about no Wingstop. You can't handle this, nigga. You can't handle Sit down in the corner, shut the fuck up, and take notes, bitch. Just take notes. I used to see niggas on TV, man. I used to be like, yo, them niggas so blessed, you know what I'm saying? If I had that opportunity, you know what I'm saying? Maybach music. I grew up on that cash money. Bling bling was well known to flash money. Hit the liquor store after my Vic authority. Quick to switch your bitch up, pick up me a thicker shorty. Pistol on me, nigga, ain't no picking on me. We veterans, so it's better if you go get your army. A thug holiday is where your body late. Me and Trick Daddy come from a common place. So us getting money, that's just a conversation. It's so hard staying rich in Mr. Confrontations. Cigars in the Oval Office, Ronald Reagan. Hug Barack Obama, whisper assalamu alaikum. Live for the moment, die for the streets. Bible on the dash, kilos on the seat. I used to see you niggas on my TV screen. And wonder what was life like, was it all a dream? And then I met you out on Live Nation dates. Came to the realization that your watch was fake. Damn. You nearly broke my heart. I really thought you niggas really owned them cars. <laughs> I used to look up to you, nigga. Uh. Hard to point a finger when you live a life of sin. I'ma bring my niggas with me if I lose a win. Bought a fleet of cars, let the bitches tag along. This little thing of ours, not the ones that tattle along. Omer to the cold, met ball parties with Vogue. Still blowing thick smoke while you powder your nose. Such a head rush until the day the feds rush. That's when you niggas wish you put your bread up. Lease whips, bad blood, that shit'll sink ships. Fast money coming slow, you better think quick. Rap game, so much fuck shit done. That's why this 45 in my truck fit trunks. 
Fuck a skateboard, I went and got a wraith, boy. Catholic record labels, niggas getting raped, boy. Birdman's a priest, moans in his synagogue. Publishing is a sin, repent, forgive me, Lord. Shots fired, home invasion out on Palm Out. Red bean detonators, who the bomb now? Look you in your eyes, nigga, for I say goodnight. And pray that many fresh you get to see the light. Damn, stun, I love you, nigga. Hate it came to this. Maybach music. Uh, you stole them boys' pub and bought a foreclosure. Scott starts demons in it, which is more poison. I handed over records, never charged a coin. But consist the sentiment, I'm talking all along. All Miami issues, Rose handle form. Same way Big Ducky do for me in California. Never slipping, got relationships with the trillest niggas. Tony Draper, Jay Prince, and every Jimmy Henchman. Plenty killers, and I know that Diddy with it. Tiger Chinchilla, really ain't no penny pinching. Knew that you would never visit BG. Turk came home, take that boy a three-piece. Shooting dope, using coke, moving like you the folks. Sacrificing half our life for your new music coat. You would give us self-esteem and motivate our drive. But was in our pocket by the time we count to five. I pray you find the kindness in your heart for Wayne. His entire life, he gave you what there was to gain. I watched this whole debacle, so I'm part to blame. Last request, can all producers please get paid? Can't believe this shit, homie. Still love you, nigga. How the fuck, nigga, you touch half a billion, nigga? And your team starving, nigga. You on the island, that was Rick nigga. Ross. I was become city, rivals. Nigga. I let you in my city, nigga. This song is just hard. What hurt me I the most, nigga, is how you did my brother Cap. So before we continue on, I got to do what I usually do, and I always forget it all the time if I have no one reminding me. But it's time to officially start the show, my man. Time to play the open if I can finally get this stupid thing to be Why do you mean podcast? Why do you mean podcast? One more time, just in case for those listeners who didn't get to hear it so well. Why do you mean podcast? What do you mean podcast? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a special episode of the What Do You Mean podcast, where it's a one-man show today, and yes, the show will probably be short. Yes, the show probably won't be as good, but... We're going to deliver it on time just for you to listen to on your drive, on your walk, on your scooter, on your bike, on your skateboard, on your boogie board, on your uh, golf cart, on your moped, on your lawnmower, or whatever kind of, uh, I don't know, what are those things, forklifts, whatever, whatever machine you use to get around. We're going to make sure that you have something to listen to. Or skip, I don't know, it's up to you, it doesn't really matter. But to keep on, let's, you know what, we're just going to keep moving on. But I finally saw that Hubie Halloween. Yep, uh, Hubie Halloween, Adam Sandler's new Netflix movie. I guess that's from his picture deal that he has with Netflix. I don't know, I don't have any facts. So I'm not going to, I'm not really going to be able to give you any real actual factual information well yes he, it looks like uh he signed another deal for 275 million dollars to do four more films for netflix i'm not sure if that movie is one of the four films but honestly dude who is his manager who is the one 
negotiating all this money for this guy because this guy is just swindling Netflix right now. I get. I mean, I guess a lot. Of, I mean, every time I look at the stats, it seems like his movies get streamed the most on Netflix. So I'm guessing that's the reason why they're shoving out all this money. I mean, I'm pretty sure any of these movies, Sandy Wexler, Ridiculous Six, The Do Over Mystery, Murder Mystery. Hubby Halloween, if any of those were in the theaters, they were all bombed. But I guess Adam Sandler has figured out a way to cheat the system and keep himself in the movie business now by selling a huge amount of money for movies that are honestly trash. I feel like Adam Sandler's been playing the same character for the I don't know, 20 years? What was the last time he did that? Hey, do Whenever the fuck he started doing that is, I think... The last time he did what Eddie Murphy did, except he was able to keep getting more money. Not like Eddie Murphy, where I guess people saw Norbit. I'm, I'm waiting for. Motherfuckers can't rhyme. I guess we're waiting for Adam Sandler's Norbit. Which I'm trying to think. I'm thinking Jack and Jill would have been his Norbit. Maybe it was, and then Netflix came in with this mega deal. They gave him a tonload of money. Just said, here's a dump truck of money. Do whatever you want. Make great movies like Stanley Wexler and Ridiculous Six and The Do Over. And hubby Halloween. All those people are gonna watch it. Here's money. I mean, I don't know. Eddie Murphy, you need to, you need to figure it out, buddy. You need to talk to Adam Sandler or something. Because I know when you're doing all those kid movies and all those uh, silly movies for the money. And then I don't know, people just turn their backs on you. But seriously, I don't know how Adam Sandler's doing it. I need to figure it out. I need to ask him a question. If there's any way anyone can tell me how Adam Sandler is just Ballers, I put numbers on the getting boards. these large amounts of cash, I need to know. I'm jealous. I need. To, I mean, this show is probably the Sandy Wexler of podcasting. I'm gonna say we're more of a hubby Halloween, to be honest. So I'm trying to figure out a way. I got. I got to swindle somebody. I need to get 275 million for four episodes of the What Do You Mean podcast. I don't know how he does it, man. Congratulations to Adam Sandler for getting a tremendous deal. I can't wait for whatever character you come up with for Netflix. It's going to have a little habida and the dubida and the touch the hymy. So, yeah, seriously, man. How the fuck did you do it? Can you tell me? Can you tell me how you did it? Honestly, just, I won't tell anybody. Whisper it in my ear. Anyways, let's keep moving on. Dexter. Oh my god, finally Dexter's back, boy. Dexter has come back for a limited run. Now I'm just trying to figure out if say um say the show is successful, say the limited run is successful and it's viewed a whole bunch of times by a bunch of people. I wonder if it's gonna come back. Will they bring it back for more than just one limited release? Is it going to be a show that's... They're just going to do maybe a limited release and then... I don't know. They'll do another limited release another two years later. Which is almost kind of like a season, but not a season. I know limited release is pretty much kind of a one-time thing. Uh, HBO loves doing limited series. But this is really, really interesting because... I know a lot of people were not happy with Dexter and the way it ended. 
which I saw the ending, I know. It's a little weird, it's just him having dinner. Spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen Dexter and is barely getting into Dexter. Right now, keep your ears in your, I mean, keep your ears, keep your fingers in your ears. Just for the next couple of minutes, I'm, well, not the next couple of minutes. The next, uh, I'm gonna say one minute, two minutes, I'm gonna talk about the ending. Ready? And here we go. Yeah, I know a lot of people weren't happy with the ending of Dexter. The ending of him was sitting at the table, just eating his food, baking his death. I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what else, what other way Dexter could have ended. I know a lot of people probably have a whole bunch of other ways, but I'm hoping that this limited series gives the fans of Dexter who've been watching since season one maybe a nice send-off, maybe a, ni a better closing. Maybe it's like a redo of a season possibly i don't know it's going to be interesting to see how this all how this all starts like i don't know does someone find out he's dex he's the the bay harbor butcher does someone that he knows maybe his child is well, i'm trying to think of when the show ended does his child grow up is this show gonna take place five years later or whatever amount of years later the show ended and he has to come because his son is now like Dexter I don't know there's a lot of crazy things going on it's gonna be interesting to see how they bring Dexter back is he coming out of hiding or is he brought out of hiding because someone's after him or is he after somebody is he still doing what he's doing is he changed I don't know I just know that I'm fucking excited that Dexter's back I think if, sometimes I do think like really really good shows who maybe didn't have a strong finish if there's a possible way to bring them back for like a special or two or you know maybe again like how they're doing it with the limited series I think that's interesting I think that's a good way to kind of bring back people's favorite shows and again for some shows that didn't end very well maybe you could give them a second chance because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of shows that didn't end so well I'm pretty sure a lot of people didn't like The Sopranos ending uh, but I'm pretty sure a lot of people have been happy if uh, if he was still alive, rest in peace. Uh, if they came back, I don't know, say a couple years later into the limited series too. And then you got to finally see what happened and then maybe they do a different ending. Pretty sure a lot of people would have been happy. Just like a lot of people are happy that Dexter's back. Well, I hope they're happy. I really haven't seen anybody really talking about it yet. But then again, I haven't been searching, so I don't know what's going on. But yeah, Dexter's back. I'm excited. I'm thinking of getting Showtime. I'm hoping they have a deal, though. Showtime, hook me up. Let me get some kind of deal so I can watch all the episodes of this limited series. If not, I guess I'll pony up the money. I'll sell something. I'll have a couple of DVDs I can sell. But yeah, man, it's exciting. Dexter's back. I don't think I saw when it's... I think they said it's going to come back next year. I wonder if they started filming. I'm not 100% sure. I think they just announced it. But yeah, for all you Dexter fans, man, he's back. Dexter Morgan. We're going to see what happens. I wonder if he's still going to talk. I wonder if he's going to still be seeing people. I don't know. We're going to see. So, yay for Dexter. Also, another interesting point. Hold on. Let me take a swig of my water because I'm starting to get a little parched. Another person that's coming. The other people that's coming back is Spider-Man. Spider-Mans. Not just one Spider-Man. But not just two Spider-Man, but we're going to have three Spider-Mans. We're going to have the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. We're going to have 
the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. We're going to have the Tom Holland Spider-Man. I'm excited. I've been telling everybody that I, if anyone has seen the Into the Spider-Verse, I'm hoping Tobey Maguire is the bum Spider-Man, the one that lost Mary Jane and is now depressed and hasn't shaved in 10 years and is a bum pretty much. I'm hoping that's who Tobey Maguire is. I'm trying to figure out who Andrew Garfield would be. Hmm. He'd be the Spider-Man who... Who's 20, but he's his real age is 45. I don't know what I don't even know what kind of Spider-Man he could play. But it's very interesting to see. So I'm guessing they're different multi-universe Spider-Mans. I don't know how that's really gonna work. Supposedly rumors are going on that uh what's his name is gonna be in a Doctor Strange. And he's gonna try to help get Peter to hide his secret again. I don't know. I'm excited though. Tobey Maguire back in those Spider-Man spandex. I wonder if they're going to bring back Kirsten Dunst. I'm trying to see. Was there a Mary Jane? In Spider-Man? I just remember a lot of people died in that one. In the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. I think what's her name's dad died. And then Emma Stone died. I don't know. Maybe that one's going to be the bum Spider-Man. Maybe Andrew Garfield will be the bum one. He's had a lot of death in his, in his in his two movies that he came out with. But I think Jamie Foxx is coming back. He's playing Electri the Shocker. So that should be really good and interesting. So yeah, Spider-Mans are back. Dexter's back. I wonder who's next. Who's coming back? Well, Michael Keane's coming back too for Batman. And Ben Affleck's coming back. Damn. It's comeback season, yo. I'm trying to see. Who else can they bring back? I don't know. Tell me who you think should come back, because everybody's just coming back, so it's pretty badass. I'm excited. It's going to be great. It's going to be really good. Tobey Maguire, I hope he can still fit in those spandex. I feel like I haven't seen Tobey Maguire, though, in, like, forever. I wonder what the fuck that dude's doing. I don't know. He's Spider-Man, though. So let's go. And the last bit of entertainment news is Bill Burr is in trouble for making fun of white women. And not respecting people. But you know what? Before I even get into that, I'm just going to play you the clip. It's about three minutes about Bill Burr. Uh, this is the thing that pretty much got him in trouble for a little bit. So I'm going to start playing it. And I don't know. We'll talk about it after. Wait, here we go. Plowing ahead. Let's, let's, talk, uh, let's talk white women here, shall we? <laughs> let's talk white women. White women, you're amazing. Amazing your accomplishments over the last few years. I got to tell you, the way white women somehow hijack the woke movement, generals around the world should be analyzing this. Just to refresh your memory, the woke movement was supposed to be about people of color, not getting opportunities, the at-bats that they deserved, finally making that happen. And it was about that for about eight seconds. And then somehow, white women swung their Gucci-booted feet over the fence of oppression and stuck themselves at the front of the line. I don't know how they did it. I've never heard so much complaining in my life from white women. My life is so hard with my SUV and my heated seats. You have no idea what it's like to be me. Trashing white guys. The nerve, where's the camera? The nerve of you white women. Let me, I, listen, I don't want to speak ill of my bitches here, okay? I don't, but let's, let's go back in history here, okay? You guys stood by us toxic white males through centuries of our crimes against humanity. You rolled around in the blood muddy, and occasionally when you wanted to sneak off and hook up with a black dude, if you got caught, you said it wasn't consensual. 
Yeah, that's what you did. That's what you did. So why don't you shut up, sit down next to me, and take your talking to him. <laughs> I haven't been here in like 13 years, and I immediately noticed how extra crowded the city was. And I was getting all claustrophobic. I'm like, what's going on? How much some people not using safe sex and making all these babies, you know? <laughs> so I finally walked up to this old New York door guy, and I was just... Now, before we get to, th to the second part of his SNL monologue, goddamn Bill Burr. Again, I'm a big fan of Bill Burr. The first time I, again, I saw him a couple of years ago was the first time I saw or heard of Bill Burr was a couple of years ago on his Netflix specials. I guess they had some of his old specials up there. And one day I just decided, you know what, I feel like laughing. I'm going to watch one. And let me tell you, man, this this dude is fucking hilarious. It's I don't even think it's I don't think he has anything written. I honestly think it's just him ranting for an hour, hour and ten minutes of just whatever subject comes to his head, and it's just him just straight talking and just ranting about it. Cause he literally every time I see him do interviews, it's literally him ranting about sports for thirty minutes. So, um, yeah, man, Bill Burr is hilarious. This thing came out in SNL, and then about the next day later, I check Twitter, and I just see his cat, uh, everybody's just talking shit about Bill Burr, and they're saying, I can't believe this guy's saying all this stuff, blah, 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 and the funny part was it was mostly all white women, which is even funnier, so, uh, yeah, I thought, I mean, I thought the monologue was okay, it was, it had some funny parts, some jokes were like, whatever, but... Yeah, I don't know why people were uh, people were so upset about the beginning because they say bitches. Um, I guess no one's ever heard a rap song, you know, or lived in the '80s or '90s where, you know, Too Short said it the best, bitch. But we're gonna continue on with this monologue though. It's like, dude, what's going on? What's with all these people here? And he was just like, oh no no no, don't worry. He goes, it's, it's June. He goes, it's Pride Month. And I'm like, what's that? You know, I'm 52. I never heard of it, right? <laughs> they didn't have that when I was a kid. He goes, oh, it's Gay Pride Month. And I was just like, oh! <laughs> Dude, you know when you're just like stuck in the Matrix and you just can't, everything's just pressed up, you can't see anything, and then somebody gives you that little nugget of information that just pulls it back? It's like, why is it so crowded? It's Gay Pride Month. Ah, tank tops! 0% body fat, two guys kissing, rainbow flags, ah! I didn't know that. That's what I learned. The month of June is Gay Pride Month. That's a little long, don't you think? For a group of people that were never enslaved. How did, how did they get all of June? Dude, black people were actually enslaved. They get February. They get 28 days of overcast weather. Sun goes down at 4 in the afternoon. Everybody's shivering. Nobody wants to go on the parade. Look, yeah. How about you hook them up with July? These are equator people. Give them the sun for 31 days. This gay black people, they could celebrate from June 1st, June 31st, 30, 61 days of celebrating. All right, that's all. Okay, I get it. I, I, I guess I could see why people are mad about that, about, you know, thinking one thing is, saying one thing is maybe not as important as well, the other thing or whatever. Uh, but again, he's a comedian, and he's supposed to be, 
uh, pushing the envelope. He's supposed to make you uncomfortable, and that's what a lot of comedians are. Well, I guess it depends on the comedian you are. I mean, you could be like, um, I don't know, like, fuck, I can't think of any comedians that just do, like, potty humor or just, you know, a lot of stuff that doesn't press the issues, but that's not the kind of comedian Bill Burr is. You know, he likes to push the envelope, and if you don't like it, too bad. And I think that's what he was doing. And, you know, comedy is comedy, man. You know, that's why the comedians are there. They're just there to push the envelope as far as they can and hopefully make you laugh. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm not mad. I still think Bill Burr is hilarious and fantastic and great. So I'm I'm, I'm going to keep cheering that boy on. So, um, yeah, man, I don't know. It's just crazy. People were so upset. I'm pretty sure they'll get over it. I don't think... I'm hoping it doesn't get canceled. And, yeah, I think F is for, F is for Family, I think, is on his last season, too. And hopefully he has a comedy special coming up soon because... I need so I need to see a rant. I need to see a guy go up on stage, his face turn super red from ranting about, I don't know, whatever sport team is fucking losing. So we're gonna continue this song with uh, another song by Pusha T, featuring Pharrell Williams, Pharrell, and the song is Snitch from the My Name Is My Name album. Sorry, nigga. I'm trying to come home. Yeah. Sorry, nigga. I'm trying to come home. Well, the walls are talking to me, and I know you think I'm wrong. But sorry, nigga. I'm trying to come home. Hey. Now, when the phone starts to click in, your words start to echo. Say you gotta hang up, but that man won't let go. Say it ain't so Now we speaking on some niggas that he say he ain't know We used to steal dirt bikes Dodge raindrops So close niggas thought we had the same pops Graduated getting money on the same blocks But things change when we ain't end up in that same box Hearing whispers It ain't adding up Giving you the jailhouse talk but you ain't mad enough I never thought I'd be the last man standing up I never thought I'd have to question were you man enough Long letters, how the streets got the best of you Telling all your sellies, how come I ain't sitting next to you? Yeah, see I can read between the lines So it's awkward when you call and I gotta press five Sorry nigga, I'm trying to come home Sorry nigga, I'm trying to come home I think the fans are looking through me Can't you hear it? Sorry, nigga. I'm trying to come home. Hey! Got me tiptoeing through the conversation on our calls. Trying to act normal, but the writing's on the walls. It's like I hear you smiling when you heard they hit the wall. But I just let it ride so I don't be the next to fall. They say Terry, I'm in getting money while I'm gone. And won't he trying to holler at my bitch when I was home? Nah, he's selling cars, it be him and Lil Rome I'm just trying to offset what he was saying on my phone Nowadays, niggas don't need shovels to bury you Pointing fingers like Paul Bearers, how they carry you So much for death before dishonor Might as well have a rope and gavel like your honor I just sit and wonder Play it by the numbers when you ride like lightning
and then you crash like thunder Seen your baby mama, she ain't even know if she should speak What the fuck is there to say, knowing her king's now weak saying Sorry nigga, I'm trying to come home That was Push T featuring Pharrell, Snitch So we're gonna continue on the show with one of my favorite things, Conspiracy Time, boys and girls. And what's my conspiracy for this episode? COVID-19. Is COVID-19 actually a social experiment? Now, I know it's saying a lot. I'm just saying this is a conspiracy theory. Don't get me wrong. I do believe so many people have died and so many people are getting infected. I'm honest Oh, COVID is... COVID is a fake and you shouldn't wear your mask and you should cough in people's faces because it's just a makeup and it's just a made-up to, to destroy America and all that bullshit. But just hear me out, though. What if they just did COVID to see how people would react, how the world would react? Because right now we're at, we are not very good. I mean, we're one of the highest infected COVID rates. No one wants to fuck with us. I'm pretty soon I feel like no one's gonna want us to visit their country. I feel like everyone's gonna start locking us uh, locking us away and making sure we're like the cousin no one likes to talk to. You know, that one fam- family member who always gets fucked up or something going to the party and they just avoid that person at all costs. But I feel like, I literally feel like that's where it's going. I feel like maybe they just did COVID to kind of see how the world would react to it, especially the United States. And to see people's true colors, because before, you know, before COVID started eight, nine months ago, you know, I, people are thinking different. People are acting differently. And I'm pretty sure a lot of family members, you know, finding out a lot of new things about their family members, a lot of new things about their friends that didn't didn't think. Like COVID hits, wear your mask, and all of a sudden, you know, people you've been friend, friends with, all of a sudden, they're just like, no, nah, I don't want to wear my mask. It's all fake. It's all fake news. This is just deployed by the government, and then you're just thinking in your head, like, what the fuck are you talking about, you crazy loony, loony tunes? You know, what if this was all just an experiment, just to kind of see, just to kind of divide the country a little bit? Like, just to get people on different sides, you know? What if that's what it was? That's what happens if that's all COVID is. It's just a big old experiment, and then by the time they get the vaccine and they give you the sugar water or something, and now you think, you know... We, COVID is hopefully uh, under control and we're going back to some normal and there's just some fucking nerd underneath the White House just typing up all this information, you know, acting like, okay, now we know how here's how the you know, the world's going to act with COVID. If a, out, another outbreak happens, you know, they put it in the file and they put it down in there. And now they know that when a real, really big threat happens, they know how the world's going to act because... You know, I'm pretty sure by the time COVID's over, a lot of people are going to be seeing other people differently. I mean, I'm pretty sure people see other people differently now. I mean, I've learned a lot of things. Shit, I even learned a lot of things from my brother with all the bullshit he was saying. And I was just like, damn, nine months ago, I didn't even think about this. And now that something like this is happening, I'm just like tripping out. So, you know, maybe this is just a way to, I don't know, it's just, that's my conspiracy theory if we find out one day that COVID isn't real. It was all a conspiracy theory. I mean, it was all an experiment to gather information on everybody and get people to see which which way they follow and try to divide each other and try to get people to divide against each other. 
you know, but that's just me. I don't know. I was just tired one day and that just popped into my head when I would pop into Instagram and just see people acting erratic and crazy and throwing stuff and breaking stuff because they don't want to wear a mask to get food or go grocery shopping. I mean, it's not really hard. Yes, I get it. It's not very comfortable and it's 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 very uncomfortable and a nuisance for you, for people. But we got to do it anyways. And, I, you know, they've made pages of people freaking out and going crazy about wearing masks and anti-maskers and all this stuff. You know, maybe maybe that's all it is. Maybe that's what COVID-19 really is. It's just to divide everybody. But again, remember, I do believe COVID's real. And a lot of people are dying. A lot of people are sick. I'm just saying... It's just my conspiracy brain. It's just like the little, little tiny piece in the back of my brain that's just telling me like, hey man, what happens if it is, man? You know, he has his hoodie on over his head. You know, he's the guy in the corner just hunched over, typing into his computer. Just, you know, like, hey man, yeah, you should say this and that, man. But yeah, that's the end of the COVID section. We're going to move on by playing a new song by Benny the Butcher from his new album, Burden of Proof, One Way Flight featuring Freddie Gibbs. Yeah. Now don't ask me no questions, just listen to this shit. Uh, she catch a one-way flight to kick it wherever I'm at. So if she wanna stay, then the bitch will never come back. You wanna know how a chip feel? I've been there once. This year three in the beginning of a ten-year run. And that's predicted, my persistence got my name on all the lists. Had a brick before rap, like that dope boy from Memphis. I survived all them death threats, anti-felony convictions. Plug found out my whole team was hot, he kept his distance. What's the stage with no mic and no voice of a poet? What's more important, the flower or the soil that grow it? Yeah, it's cool, but one rule, don't get caught in a moment. Or it's back to swinging ratchets and warming the water. Starving made me thin. And ain't no mercy in this game we in. I stacked against us, had to play to win. I got a broad I never saw before 1 a.m. I'm out west and crazy girls cleaning out the ATM. Let's go. Phone so burnt, I need my pager back. Trips with that work, my baby made it back. I fuck with them hoes, I know she hated that. You gon' cry in that Toyota or this Maybach. This for hustlers with straight cash, not bitches with fake bags. For hoes who fall in love with trappers and break bags. She takes in my homie, but I'm fucking hers. She fake mad. These hoes can't handle a nigga they can't have. Unlucky for y'all, you know who the fuck is in charge. I put a couple in jars, let it fluff till it's hard. I'm at J House, Kerry James Marshall, cover the wall. Enough cushion not to cover the fall. You know business is business, bitches is bitches, and they fucking us all. You know how life go, you stuck with your flaws. What's that about? They had me fucked up. Niggas thought I suffered for long. I'm driving, counting money with hundreds on a color and floor. Uh huh. Put my hands together and I pray for the bread. Cause I get five jail cars a day from the feds. Go to sleep with an alarm and a K on the ledge. And a fireproof thousand pounds safe in the crib. Ah. Phone so burnt, I need my pager back. Trips with that work, my baby made it back. Fuck with them hoes, I know she hated that. But you gon' cry in that Toyota or this Maybach. I said, fuck it, one gon' do a verse. Bought some ugly white girl when I whipped it, it's Miss Universe. Migo brought them chickens on the bird, that's that scooter work. I control my bitches, only fans, I got computer work. Freddie Kane, I keep a college bitch on the 94 with the waist stash. Baby daddy bought her that fake bro, she fake 
Future and the rabbit, get that man, check out credentials. Hoes get fucked and sent home early, just like the clippers. Is you with it, bitch? Phone so burnt, I need my page back. Damn. Trips with that work, my baby he made it back. You home early like the clippers, hoes, I know she hated that. That is Benny the Butcher featuring Freddie Gibbs' One Way Flight for Benny the Butcher's new album, Burden of Proof. I've skimmed through some of it and it sounds fucking dope as hell. Um, this is one of the songs I did here and I liked it and I had to play it. Again, Benny the Butcher, Burden of Proof album, One Way Flight featuring Freddie Gibbs. That Griselda, man, they're on fucking fire, dude. They can't be stopped. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who's going to stop them. It's going to be hard. But, uh, yeah. Welcome to the What Do You Mean Podcast. I'm your host, Eddie, a.k.a. Dr. Podcast. This episode is going to be a little different. Brian couldn't make it today, but don't worry, I picked up the slack. Maybe it was good, maybe it was bad, I don't know, man. I'm just here to talk whatever little things I can say and play some music for you to enjoy during the silence moments. And, uh, yeah. So we're going to keep continuing on. I mean, I guess that's, I think I'm pretty much done. I think I've ran through all my topics pretty quickly. This is a short show. We usually try to do over an hour and we're about 40 minutes in. Uh, but before we ended, I think Bryant came up with the idea of saying a couple of nice things to our boy, Alan, who's from the Pretty Easy Podcast, uh, Familia. He's getting married. And sadly, me or Bryant cannot uh, attend the wedding because of this whole craziness with COVID and all that stuff, which sucks because that's my boy. And I just wanted to say congratulations on the wedding. I'm excited to see the stream or the video, whatever comes first. I know sometimes wherever the wherever the fuck that wedding's happening at, it's going to be in a nice, nice area, but I don't even know if the signal's going to be strong. So we don't know how great the stream is going to be, but I know it's going to be recorded. And he's already promised and guaranteed me that if we can't do a live stream, He's going to be sending me the video, and I should have asked him that I should be one of the first to get the videos, because his parents are going to be there, so they don't need to see the video. I need to see the video, because I was supposed to be there, but I'm not there. But yes, I want to say congratulations to Alan. I want to congratulate the bride, uh, Melissa. Congratulations. I am super duper happy. The first time I met Alan was probably 20, no, I want to say 20 years ago. Probably, I don't know, definitely half my life I've known Alan longer than I've known Bryant that's for sure so I've already known Bryant for over 15 years so imagine how long I've known Alan for it all started in 6th grade in Miss Foat's class all because of the stupid Bill Clinton songs and something about getting blowjobs I don't know I don't really know how it really started but we're here now I'm pumped I'm excited congratulations I hope everything goes well I hope the weather's perfect. I hope the birds are chirping. I hope that the rabbi who's doing it is on her A-game, starts spitting uh, bars like Ric Flair when he gets all hyped up and starts taking off that jacket. And yeah, man, congratulations, you motherfucker. I just wish I was there. But I'll be there in spirit and hopefully on some kind of Zoom call. Or whatever the hell you're streaming at, man. So congratulations to the newlywed couple. Well, nah, technically it's not newlyweds. So it'll get married until Tuesday. Anyways, congratulations. We're going to be heading out. Uh, you know what? Let's play a little wedding. Let's play a little love songs for the, for the happily married new couple. Or soon-to-be married couple. So I'm going to be playing 
uh, St. John orders from his Ghetto Lenny's Love Songs. Closer to the dream, girl, I'm trying Damn, don't it feel like you're flying Top off hands in the sky Champagne paint for the diet Damn it, it ain't even Friday Daddy got a Porsche on the highway Top off hands in the sky Pray don't nobody fighting throwing the rice or the doves or whatever they throw the flowers while they're walking past them and then the party starts and then it starts to get really litty then we just start going and we just change the tune baby hey, you got fit. No, no, congratulations you boy Special episode where I, your host Eddie, is solo dolo for this episode. Bryant will join us again next week. Uh, we'll be right back to normal 
where the dialogue should be better and I don't have to play music to fill the silence. So I hope you enjoyed it and if you didn't, we'll do better next episode. Uh, but before we end out, I know I've been playing music already, but again, I'm going to be playing my song. There's a tradition we always do is we'll replay a song at the very end to sort of end the show. So my song, my choice song for this week is Let's Call It Off by Drake from his So Far Gone album. Yeah, it's pretty fucking good. So far gone album. This is a dope ass song. I felt like I had to play it. That's it. That's the end of the show. That's the end of the podcast. There's no more podcast. The podcast is fucking done. It's finally finished and it was fucking hard doing it by yourself. But you do you do whatever you can. You do the best you can. And then if you can't do your best, then you just fill it in with music and hopefully they forget about all the trash you were saying and all the stupid shit that you said. That they're more interested in the song than the music. So I'm hoping that worked for me this time and if it didn't uh, you know, I tried. It's fucking Friday. I'm gonna go play some Apex right now. I'm gonna get on the group chat, get on with the boys. Hopefully I don't say anything inappropriate because if I do, I'm probably gonna get kicked out of the PlayStation Party chat forever, ever, 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 ever. Even when the PS5 comes out. Which is terrible. Again, I am Eddie, your host, aka Dr. Podcast, aka Handsome Be Wonderful. Brian couldn't make it, but he definitely will be back next week to give you all the good shit that that man gives you. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at, um, uh, I don't even know what the fuck the Twitters are, at WYM Podcast or at WYM Pod. It's one of those, I'm at, a, at uh, I don't even know what the fuck I'm at. What am I at? I'm Eduardo, I think. It, oh no, where's Eduardo? No, wait, that's not me. Where's Eduardo? Where's Eduardo's mind? Look at that, I don't even know my own fucking Twitter handler. 
uh, and Bryant is something. I don't know what the fuck he is. Uh, welcome to the, the I Don't Know podcast. I'm your host, I Don't Know. And that's the end. It's over. It's finally done. We finally finished. So, go. Leave me alone. Go do something. Make sure if you want to do a podcast and be as bad as I am, make sure to go to uh, prettyeasypodcast.com and give you all the help you want. You know, they would help you out with creating the greatest podcast that you can come up with. And they'll be right there by your side. So make sure to check them out, prettyeasypodcast.com. And say the what do you mean people send me here. Because they said you were the fucking best. And they're going to be like, yeah, we are the best. So yeah, happy Friday, everybody. Let's get the fuck out of here. Because I know I am.